Section 32 of Canada, South America, Central America, Mexico, and the West Indies. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by April 6090, California, United States of America. The World's Story, Volume 11, Canada, South America, Central America, Mexico, and the West Indies. Edited by Eva March Chapin. Section 32. Laura Secord, a heroine of the War of 1812-1813, by Reverend J. O. Miller. In June 1813, the Canadian side of the Niagara River was in the hands of the Americans. General Vincent, who commanded the Canadian forces, had fallen back to the head of the lake. There was an outpost at the Twenty Mile Creek, or Jordan, another at Ten Mile Creek, and between them, at Beaver Dams, was stored a large quantity of camp stores and ammunition. Moving freely about from this point was a body of fifty scouts under Lieutenant Fitzgibbon, a clever and resourceful officer. Laura Secord was obliged to entertain a number of American officers who were waiting to complete their forces before marching against the Canadian troops at Burlington Heights. She heard them discussing their plans. They proposed next day to seize the post at Beaver Dams and make it their headquarters for the advance to the head of the lake. As soon as they left the house to perfect their arrangements, Laura Secord told her husband, Fitzgibbon, must be warned. James Secord was not strong enough for the journey. Footnote. He had been wounded at Queenstown, end of footnote, and could not easily pass the pickets. There was no one else to send. So the courageous woman determined to take her life in her hands and attempt the long journey on foot. The distance from Queenston to Beaver Dams by the direct road was 13 miles, but Laura Secord had heard the officers say that a portion of the troops were to go that way to attack the post at Ten Mile Creek and she must, therefore, take a circuitous path. She started in the middle of the night. The illness of a brother at St. David's was the excuse that induced the sentry to let her pass. Her relatives at St. David's tried in vain to dissuade her from the journey. In a few minutes, she proceeded on her way, accompanied by a niece. Heavy rains had made the roads difficult, and in places, she had to wade the streams or creep across fallen trees, on hands and knees. Fear of interception caused her to make a detour, which after a long and arduous walk brought her to St. Catherine's, then called Shipman's Corners. Here her companion's feet became so sore that she could go no farther. From St. Catherine's, Mrs. Secord followed the course of the Twelve Mile Creek, crossing and recrossing that stream. As she drew near to Beaver Dams, she had to fear Fitzgibbon's Indian allies, who were apt to pay small respect to women. Here is her own statement. I left early in the morning, walked nineteen miles in the month of June, to a field belonging to Mr. De Camp, in the neighborhood of the Beaver Dams. By this time daylight had left me. Here I found all the Indians encamped. By moonlight the scene was terrifying, and to those unaccustomed to such scenes might be considered grand. Upon advancing to the Indians, 
they all ran and said with some yells, Woman! which made me tremble. I cannot express the awful feeling it gave me, but I did not lose my presence of mind. I was determined to persevere. I went up to one of the chiefs, made him understand that I had great news for Fitzgibbon, and that he must let me pass to his camp, or that he and his party would all be taken. The chief at first objected to let me pass, but finally consented to go with me to Fitzgibbon's station, which was at Beaver Dam's where I had an interview with him. Benefiting by this information, Captain Fitzgibbon formed his plans accordingly, and captured about 500 American infantry and 50 mounted dragoons, and a field piece or two was taken from the enemy. I returned home the next day exhausted and fatigued. I am now advanced in years, and when I look back I wonder how I could have gone through so much fatigue with the fortitude to accomplish it. Laura Secord lived fifty-five years after the performance of her heroic deed. She died on the 17th of October, 1868, and was buried in the churchyard at Niagara Falls, where a stone has recently been erected to her memory. End of chapter 32. This recording is in the public domain.